1: Welcome back to Light Years, Andy Lou. We have a very special guest this week. This is the moment everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> because, because, because if th- their only option is to hear his voice, because they're not going to be able to read the tweets. So this is this is what they get, and and the and the people are excited. Uh, I think we told our, our, our premium listeners and they were excited. appreciate you, TK, for, for jumping on, man.
2: Hey, you guys, anytime. You got it. Uh, appreciate being on. I hope I haven't blocked your entire audience, uh, but <laughs> I guess that's theoretically possible. But all good. All good. Uh, good, good to be on, guys.
3: We'll see. We'll see. Um, I want to start on Jonathan Kumenko. Like, like The Warriors are kind of oh. in this, this weird space right now, like three players could enter the protocol between the time we record this and publish this tomorrow. It feels like the NBA is in the middle of like a, just, I don't know. It's, it's strange until they get through this COVID variant. It's strange to talk about the games. Um, Going back to last year, I can't think of anyone who was higher on Jonathan Kuminga than Mm UTK. Do you, what can can we just start there? Why were you so high on him for this specific team?
2: You know, it, it, coincidentally does kind of align with I think the way they were thinking I didn't really know that at the time but you talk to them now you they don't think they're going to get many lottery picks right I mean they happen to have gotten three of them in the last two years and Wiseman was a very similar thing like if you don't think you're going to get many swings like this take the biggest one you possibly can and Wiseman was the year before we'll we'll all judge how that works out and I thought again if you're sitting there at seven and Jonathan Kaminga who could be Top three pick almost every year, right? The talent tells you he's a top three pick, whether it pans out or not. But he there's a a ceiling to him that you don't see with a lot of other guys. You're taking at seven, you're certainly not you're taking at 14, or in their minds, you're taking at 28, 29, or 30. Um, you're not going to get that shot. If you want to extend this run, if you want to win championships, you know, whatever, you know, instead of just being pretty good, you have to try to get the top end talent. This whole thing's been led by. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, taken in different spots, but they're transformative talents. It's not by the guys who are in the middle. The middle guys in the middle help you out. The, the transformative talents who don't always pan out, obviously, and we don't know with Kaminga, we certainly don't know with Weissman, but you have to take your swing at them when they're there. And I thought Kaminga, he's been better, actually. He hasn't played very much, but he's been better than I thought he was going to be at 19 Amazing. years old. Uh, but those are the guys who change who you are. And obviously they're very good now, so they're not. I don't mean change who they are right now. I'm saying change who they're going to be in three, four, six, ten years. And to me, Kaminga was the person in that draft. My, uh, probably even over Scotty Barnes, who I love. I mean, Scotty Barnes would be healthy, no question. But if you had to take of the of the people, and you take the great ones off the board, you take the great, and you, know, you take Kate Cunningham off the board, you take the, you know the top three, Evan Mobley, maybe, even Mobley, maybe even Mobley. I mean, uh, you take that part off the board. I thought. Kaminga was clearly the talent that you had to go, okay, this could differentiate who they are. Didn't know, you don't know, but man, he's been again, has he been better than you guys? I I I had a high opinion of him. He's been
1: he was- oh, so much better yeah. than than what any of us thought. And and I think well, more than I thought. I think Sam was in on him. I just thought he was going to be similar to Wiseman, where he's just unplayable, but he's the opposite. Actually, he probably should be playing more. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was. Is the, um, is the crazy part? You, you're, yeah, talking now, years, you're talking we're three years. You're talking
3: three years down the line. That's what I was thinking. Like I watched Kuminga's G League games, and you're like six eight wing can move with guards, has every tool in the book. But like you watch him, like, I didn't think he'd be this good this soon. And like right. I think the thing that pops out to me more though with them is they seem to have such a clearer idea of what they want to do developmentally with him than maybe they did with Wiseman last year. I think a lot yeah. of the souring among segments of the fan base was it didn't feel like they had a clear idea with Wiseman last year. So the, the obvious thought is like, well, if they don't know how to develop players might as well just trade them and try to get some veterans yeah. and win. Now, yeah. what do you say? I, I let, let's talk about that. Like it, it just feels night and day as an organization in terms of developmental, um, philosophy yeah, you,
2: know, or you know who who said i think it was bogan who said it that that center is really tough to play in the system and, and i didn't really right. think that until he said it but you're not going to get shots you shouldn't take shots in a way maybe that's why looney's so perfect for them they you know you don't want them taking shots so it's perfect for the flow of the way you've got to just think screen pass screen pass uh just don't get in step's way uh and in that you can see like a guy as talented as Wiseman was going to have like issues like because he's going to want to do some things he's going to want to dribble the ball a little bit he's going to want to get the ball on the mid post and it was a disaster but (laughs) he's still going to want to do those things and it was hard for them either to take it out of his game or to know to take it out of his game which was there's so many possibilities like I'd say Wiseman because of his size has maybe even more possibilities than coming although we know kaminga has got a ton of them just because he's so big he can do so many things yet that's not what they need out of that position so maybe that was the miscalculation with them as they saw all these options and they couldn't limit themselves or they couldn't figure out how he could limit them and that messed things up so once we all saw, they took him off the floor he's when he's out for the season they take off that was he and Ubre both come off the floor and all of a sudden things open up there maybe there was some issues there and i agree with you like if they didn't know what to do with him who knows what they're going to do with the next guy, but I think wings, they know, like they've got figured out a plan for wings. And what I I think I wrote this, when I really knew they were thinking about him is when people were beginning to say Kawhi Leonard with him. And I was like, what? Like, I love Kaminga, like, I I don't see that. I think of him as a big, (laughs) not not as a wing, but as a defensive player, okay, you can see, so he can move his feet, he's got those long arms, he's got some good sense But now we've seen him screw up some things too, obviously. As you're gonna do at 19, but if the Warriors are start thinking of him like that kind of wing, they know what to do with that kind of wing, right? They 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 have those guys, they plug them in. All, we can we can go down through the through the list of them.
1: Yeah, but like, I think what the, I
2: the, really the, liked about Kaminga was, and I and again I've written this, but I'll say it is the tough two. Like that's not a favored thing in the NBA right now, but in the playoffs, you who's gonna get the tough? Who's gonna to work to get the two? Go get yep. the two. And they don't have that. They haven't had that since Durant left. They didn't have that before Durant, when before he got there. That's really hard. It's Kawhi Leonard. It's Kevin Durant. It's Giannis. There's not that many other guys. Paul George, maybe. There aren't a ton of guys who get those. You don't absolutely have to have them if you got Steph and Clay and everyone else. But if you had to say a thing that they really needed, it's a guy off the dribble, go
1: earn it. Get a his chance. one shot, yeah. I, I don't know that Kameka
2: can do this for sure right now. But I think he can do it in
1: 2 years. Well, he he can get to the hole right now yeah. better than and he has more confidence than a lot of P players yes. on this team. We yes. love JTA, we love yes. these guys, but like end of the day, this kid who's 19 years old. I mean just they're the game gonna of try to game dunk. Phoenix. they're
3: not going to try to dunk it on JaVale McGee and take no. the contact no. in, he took on
1: Christmas, you know. In yes. Arizona, in that stadium, in playoff atmosphere <clears> on Christmas, yes. he's playing like he's playing like someone that just doesn't he just doesn't care. He's not phased, which yes. is incredible to see. I just but I think the, the, the big thing I wanted to ask him for you is you've covered a lot of franchises, uh, a lot of franchises, great <laughs> ones, bad ones, yeah. bad ones. And I think a lot of the I think a lot of Warriors fans, what they want to know, I think, is, you know, you've been generally patient on the understanding of Joe Lega, Bob Steve Kerr. Right. And I guess from from your perspective, what, what are you looking for when you're covering a franchise differentiated between a mediocre one, a crappy one? You know maybe those Raiders or a great one, right? Like what what is it? What is it or, that you're or, looking for? Or the Chris Cohan Rao Warriors <laughs> Or the, yeah. the, the Rao Warriors. That like is, what is it that you're looking at that makes you like, okay, like let's be patient with this team, right? That's let's be patient with this. Franchise. When they're in the
3: middle of particularly like last year, it's it's hard to uh right. See the uh, the light at the end of the tunnel when you're, you know, Wiseman looks confused. You have no clue where they're going with anything. You were kind of the steadying voice, who's like, "Give them a little more time." You know, this isn't this isn't Chris Cohan's Warriors. I think you wrote something to that extent, and that's where like people in my age range we default back to that because that's majority of our
2: Warriors um, fandom that we've seen. This is an essential question. I, I it's it's a great question. And, and I stuff I deal with, that's why, because I think about this all the time, is that this is what I do, maybe, is my specialty, is I probe this stuff. I, I ask questions, I knock them around, I write about it. I, one of the reasons why a lot of these guys talk to me is because I'm asking the questions they're asking, and if I get answers back that make sense, I'm much more, or I sense they don't have to tell me, Or or I understand what they're doing. I give them leeway like I get. OK, these are not decisions being made out of irrationality. With the Kohan Warriors, it was all about. Right. I mean, I, list, I wrote that at the time in real time. It was irrational. There were things happening that should not have happened by any logical measure. The Steven Jackson career extension before he had even served a day of his other contract was one of them. That um, like you just couldn't figure out what that was about, except for vanity, ego, ruthlessness, whatever obviously the you know the end of the al davis days and, and and the beginning of the second green days you saw some of the same like i just couldn't figure it out and nobody there could explain it i'll throw these 49ers now and like you know there's certainly a lot of controversy with them but again shanahan mm-hmm. lynch make mistakes but you can understand like there's a through line like they're trying to do this this and this this mm-hmm. didn't quite happen but they're still trying to do it you can get it with the lake of myers Kerr warriors And people can criticize, you know, me and whoever else for talking to them a lot, but we do, they're available. And I do get in arguments with them, by the way, but there's an explanation. There's, okay, they're doing this because this is at the end. The Wiseman thing was, well, when are we going to get the number two overall pick ever again? We're going to shoot as high as possible because that's the player who's going to get to us when this incredible run is over, then James Wiseman is going to be there for us. That's the idea. I get that. Is Lamelo Ball a better player? Yes, uh, I think they're even conceding that. But at the time, maybe not. Child, and but... into the future, is mm-hmm. it going to be interesting to have James Wiseman on the team? These are all like you could say it's fifty-two percent, it's forty-nine percent. Like there are there are versions that are true, there are versions that are not true. But I understand the thought process, and when it's challenged, the thought process holds up. Like that's what I feel my job is, isn't just to accept. These things like, okay, wait a minute. What about this? Why not this? And this Warriors team has been able to answer most of these things, at least with something interesting. And they did have play Thompson injured, so there was always a step back. And even you know, I think we all know that Steph and Draymond have gotten antsy themselves, right? There's that's there's not that's not debatable. Last season they were getting antsy, they wanted more help, right. But to be able to withstand that and still not do it, like there was some coherent thought that they were standing on and they were paying the money. Like it wasn't like they weren't, well, they weren't going to pay the money. They weren't going to pay every single dollar possible in the history of the world, but they're going to pay $300 million. And it's, it's hard for me to say, okay, if you have some rationale for this, that makes sense. If you won in the past and you're paying every single dollar, I will give you some leeway. I don't see, like I don't see the move that was out there last season. That would have made them a championship team. I just don't. So if that's the decision, And then they move to a point where they are a a championship. You again, let's let's skip past this moment. Let's just say heading into this moment, right? Heading into this season, could you say, Yeah, if Clay comes back, they get some guys coming in. We didn't know with Wiseman, could they be a a scary team of us? Yes, they could. And they've got Wiseman and they've got Kaminga and they've got Moody. I, those things add up to me say, Okay, let's step back a little bit and let's see how this is going to work because they, at some point proven adept enough to manage through some of these things. And in two years is not a great, you know, I, it, I understand that it's, it's, it was a bad situation for, for Warriors fans, it wasn't a good situation for them, but they lost Kevin Durant and didn't have Clay So like there's some of that's explainable. Like any franchise that loses Kevin Durant to free agency and doesn't have played Thompson for two years is gonna struggle some. So that, that's been my, the way I operate dealing with franchises does the leadership up top make sense to me? I'll put the A's with Billy Dean in there. And again, Billy's been criticized a lot off and on. That's fine. You know, he, he does things, but there's a through line. There's a like, we're doing this and if we get criticized here, we're going to still end up over here because we're trying to do the right thing. And a lot of really terrible teams don't, they react to the moment, right? They react to this happened. So now we're going to fix it because of this and the fans right. are going love us. And then we're going to do this. And it's each, Successive piece screws them up a little bit more because they're reacting to one thing, not planning for five things. I think the Warriors do plan for five
1: things. Doesn't necessarily all five things work, but they do plan for it, and it makes sense to me. It does feel like they're also willing to say we might have been wrong and and say like, hey, even if we're wrong, we're going to go fix that. You know what I mean? Like Kelly Oubre wasn't the smartest guy. So, okay, we're just going to find really fit. smart guys. <laughs> like, yeah, we're like, not, not Steve system and yeah. We're just going to get a guy like Baelitza and, 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 and keep JTA and get, and get Otto Porter, who are really smart guys that may not be athletic, but look at them now. I mean, they're just as good, way better defensively yeah. um, with those guys, which even is, though they're not athletic. Amazing,
2: which is amazing. And,
1: and then hire a bunch of
2: coaches.
1: I, I think yeah, that was, was a huge thing as well. Yeah, I don't know how much you talk to those, the new coaches, but it seems like that's made a, a large change in terms of how they develop players. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, it's been the, the commitment I haven't talked, you know, again with this
2: yeah, the, yeah. the pandemic. This is hard to talk to anybody. You just can't really chit chat with people. But I yeah, you can see the commitment, you can see the focus of it. I think I see Looney, I mean he's not a development guy, but I see Looney working with the new you know, with the new coaching staff and, and I see them doing different kinds of drills. And I say, Okay, I think he might now, he's not finishing incredibly, but he might be finishing a little bit better than he had yeah. in the past. Yeah. And some of that is the work I see. So uh, just that stuff, just the stuff that we can see pre game is interesting to me. Ubre is a great, great example. I can't believe I keep complimenting Andy's uh, questions here, but uh it's <laughs> Like that was more like, Hey, let's go get a guy to prove that we're not going to back down after playing against you. That literally was what that was. And I praised it for it. Like, we're, Hey, this is going to cost us $40 million, but so what? We're the Warriors. We're going to try to do as good as possible. That's the guy who was available. Let's go get him. And understandable. You know, it wasn't a good move and they do acknowledge that. And, you know, they've not acknowledged it privately and they've acknowledged it tacitly just by getting other players who are, very opposite to Kelly Oubre like you could JTA as I think I wrote it was a better player for them than Kelly Oubre period last season it wasn't even close Gary Payton II second is a better player for them than Kelly Oubre it's not even you know we don't have to argue it it just is period I think they went through some things last two seasons they weren't going to win a championship anyway that was part of my like they weren't going to win a championship you can call it they weren't chasing wins you can call it whatever you want to but if the goal is of this of this franchises to win championships, which it clearly is, and they've won three of them. Then you go through some things while you try to get to your next platform where you can win a championship. And that's kind of what the last two seasons were. And you saw, it again, not everything was right. There were some errors. There may be continue to be some errors, but they are errors on the margins. You know, they are errors when they try to do something that you understood and they didn't quite get it. And the Jacob Evans draft pick, not a great draft pick. Okay, you, you move we don't on talk to about that. that one.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: that one I never, I didn't understand that one.
1: Uh, He's still on the G League team. Did you see? Yeah, you yeah, know not, that. He's still. Lack of
2: talents on that one. <laughs> like that one. Yeah. Right? Okay, if you're going to go for upside, you're going to go for something. You know, but, you, you know, Dray- Draymond wanted them to draft him. It's not his fault. They drafted him, but they were going for a very specific, like, eighth man in a playoff rotation who can guard the guy and distribute and shoot a little. But it didn't turn out that he had. Any NBA skills. He had a oh. bunch of just below NBA skills. Okay, you learn from that and you move on the next one. It wasn't like a superstar where they passed. It was 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 Milton. I think Milton was the guy I was looking at for that. I think that's the year. And yeah, Shaked he'd me. be really good for them right now. Not but bad. hey, it's a late first round pick. You're not always gonna hit those. Jordan Poole, I thought was a bust for sure. I, I did remember. as well. Like, there was no <laughs> question. Like this guy's terrible. And they stuck with them they stayed patient and this guy is you know he's going to make himself a lot of money in this league and like that where is stuck. it going to have to pay
1: him talk about yeah, that they, they have
2: that's the other thing is they who, who have they not paid right who have they everyone who's you, come up to them they pay. <laughs> and everyone who they didn't pay yeah so what like it, that's again they had they have not made the financial I'll put this way in in a, again, another Bay Area example, they've not made a John Fisher decision. Like there's nothing close to a John Fisher decision. So <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If, <laughs> you got one for me? Do they have that they made one?
3: No, I just no no, no just he's thinking, an ace fan. I was just thinking about decisions the A's made and that put me in a yeah, okay, negative headspace. Yeah, space.
2: yeah so <laughs> um, that's like, for me, it's always in the context of yeah, of the teams I've covered, the Lakers, all these other things. And like, okay, are you acting like the Lakers? Are you acting like this? Are you acting like the Pelham Hill Warriors? Or are you acting like something above and beyond? And they are acting like a big-time team, trying to make big-time moves that don't always work, obviously, and you criticize them for that.
3: I actually but, want but, to ask you about the Laker thing, but sure. I want to tie this in before we get there. So Steve Kerr said this in, like, I don't know, a half dozen interviews this season where he's, he's said, we haven't changed, uh, we've evolved. And you were mentioning it earlier, you said you're seeing like coaches and stuff um, doing different drills in pregame, you know, Mihailovic with like Wiseman and Looney and just, they're, they're doing different things in what you've seen over the years. Do you have any other evidence that you're seeing that they're kind of evolving in general? Or does uh, it really just feel
2: yeah, like... I mean, again, it, it's, yeah, it's different definitions of the word. Uh, sure. It's a similar, <laughs> yeah, it's a different, similar mentality, but... Uh, you know, you see, I, I don't know that Gary Payton II would have played on a lot of their other teams. Like, right. I, I think they're really accepting of certain rotations, certain units that don't do some of the things that Kerr would have wanted them to do in the past, and he's just saying, you know what, we're going to make it work with these guys. You put, you know, GP2 and JTA in the, in, in the lineup together, I, we would not have seen that. And again, that's because Clay's out, whatever, but I think we've seen more leaning into the strength and trying to fix some other side things and, and like let's just force you know Nick Young into the lineup. And I, and that's a bad example because he was actually decent, but you know, let's force omri Caspi in the lineup. Let's just push Ian Clark out there. Uh I wasn't a Barbosa fan. He did some good things, but like they put him in there just because they, you know, I just see them using some players just to say, hey, you know what? This maybe this lineup's gonna work because we've got 30. And if you got 30, everything in if you can Play with him, even if you're not going to hit a jump shot every now and then. Sometimes it just works because 30s out there or 23 is out there. And I think maybe you've seen more maturity of that, of a, a feel for, okay, it doesn't look great, right? I mean, there's we've seen plenty of lineups out there this season that haven't looked great, especially when Steph's out, when Shields is in there or whatever. Let's just get through it. Let's just get through it. Maybe the shortened, you know, Steph – routine you know they, they go the nine you know they, they go to six right. minutes in three minutes out six minutes in three minutes out oh, no. and that might help me again I, I steph doesn't love it and i keep writing about it as mr you know someone who keeps track of the rotation very carefully i do think i it like it them. I know yeah, he doesn't. I know fans <laughs>
1: like it a lot more because you're not seeing yeah. him sit the entire second right, or six minutes.
3: Right. <laughs> fans are upset
1: any minute he's on the bench, period. That, that is true. Fans do. I, I did realize that as someone that wanted Stefan earlier, then realized, you know, he can't actually play 48. Yep. But it'd yep. be nice. Maybe if he was 6'9", <laughs> he could. But you know, Yeah. And sense. I think
2: this is actually – this is – I was trying to think why Kurt was doing this. I it, think it, it keeps them out of deep trouble. Because he's always coming back in. Event he's coming back after two minutes. Like just look up. There's gonna be pretty soon he's coming back to the to, to the the scores table is coming back in. So you might you don't get those 13 twos, maybe you get the nine to four. And sometimes if you hold them off, then you guys step coming back in and you're gonna finish the quarter with Steph. That that might be part of what they're working again. It's been now with Jordan out, and I mean it, it's I don't know exactly how this is all shaping up, but I think. I think Kerr has been more willing to let the kind of the string go, but also with Steph coming back, like there's just been a greater sense of things can work with Steph, even if you put some weird pieces out there, if they know kind of the floor balance, if they play defense, if they can rotate and less of just trying to shove guys out there who just because they can shoot again, and and I'm kind of contradicting myself, because Kerr, we do know Kerr largely bases it on defense, Right. That's a big part of rotations. But they've been pushing some other guys out there who just were a little awkward. And well, I, I, th- think I feel
3: like Jordan Poole is a prime example of, yeah. a, of a player who uh, maybe 2015 Steve Kerr would not have, have liked as yeah, much as 2021. Not. So it does feel like there's a, just less rigidness in terms yeah. of the type of yeah. players they want to play.
2: I just think the way they think they can play around Steph has kind of expanded. It's like, it's not just we gotta play this pick and roll game, you've got to move over here and then you gotta get out, you gotta leave the corner because steps come. Like it just isn't as set to, to me. Uh they might say differently. It feels like more players have some more freedom. Well, like well, listen, other guys are shooting end of quarter shots now, even with stuff on the floor. Like that never used to happen. Like you never see a third guy put up the second end of quarter shot. Yeah, now only Clay Americans, Thompson. <laughs> Clay would like, no, Clay, don't do it. Uh, you know, Wiggins is putting them up, Poole has put them up. I mean, you've seen kind of a little more, you know, even in the midst of Steph's greatness, I think you've seen a little bit more ability to like, okay, we're expanding what we can do. Steph is obviously the fulcrum of everything defenses are and maybe it's because the defenses are even more wrecking to him even more than ever that's like Marcus and I say it all the time you go about looking like even his dominant seasons his unanimous MVP seasons he wasn't being defended like this like you look at the film like he's got one guy on him and then they can roll in the center's out on him like how many times have we seen yeah, Steven Adams guarding Steph Curry Like,
3: like the, Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies trapped him below their own free throw line and they ran that four on three <laughs> For seventy-five, I'd never seen that before. That it was—it was like a comical type of play you see in high school when a team has just one guy, like that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. just been kind of crazy to see That's,
2: evolve. Yep, yeah, it, it just—it it doesn't happen, and or even the great Oklahoma City shot—you know, the greatest regular season game of this of this era. Right. As He's well, not you know, getting yeah, well, that shot today. He's not yeah, getting no that way. shot today. Robertson is backing Man. up. He's backing no up way. like that. There's Steph doesn't never has that shot. He doesn't have that shot with five minutes to go in the first quarter. Forget it. It might
1: that. be why he misses open shots. That's, <laughs> he just doesn't get those shots anymore. And by, by the way, you brought up, you brought up Andrew Wiggins, just another, another thing that I think you talk about being patient on it. Look it. It's it's not like it's a you against Warriors fans, but hey, Andrew Wiggins playing incredible. Like he's yep. someone he's back tonight, I think. Um, he's incredible. Um, I, I think a lot of Warriors fans, me included, wanted him wanted him because they could piece together, you know, maybe the Wiseman pick or, or the Kaminga pick. He wasn't the most inspiring veteran to add to a team. That <laughs> was not the most ins- That is a good way to put it. But so far, so far, he has been someone that's almost you can't you can't win without him. That's how good he's been. Uh, on both sides of the floor,
2: he's been amazing and again, better. And again, I was okay with the deal. I mean, you know, we'll have to you had to see what it was going to be. But I, and obviously, I was not the Russell's Russell fan in any way, shape, or form. Nobody That's, was. Not, but to be fair. And, you know yeah. that you know. Dave Lake have loved him. That's fine. You know they had to make some kind of move for Durant. I don't think Myers was as high on as Russell, <laughs> and he was pretty pleased to be able to spin him off. And I think he, he probably knew he could spin him off. But people get mad at me when I say this, but Myers usually knows. Like, okay, if I get this guy. I probably can move them for something else. I don't think they could have spun Wiggins off for anything at that time. Like they, they
3: took no. Wiggins, U- Wiggins was universally um, yep. Wiggins, disliked around
2: the league. That's why like, <laughs> like, like, the argument I made is, because you've gotten more because right. Wiggins is such I'm, a low value?" Yeah. And you know, Minnesota throws a parade when they get D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> but you know, Wiggins and Kaminga for, for D'Angelo Russell. No, not a bad trade. Uh, I I just like what I would really tipped it for, for me on Wiggins was Ron Adams gushing about him like almost right away. Now he had the Thibodeau connection and Thibodeau, I guess, like Wiggins, which again surprises you wouldn't kind of put that one down. Like Yeah, that wasn't
3: that, the that wasn't what you heard publicly with yeah, the whole Jimmy yeah, I mean, Butler fiasco. Exactly,
2: exactly. Like you know, you just think of Thibodeau's a hard ass. He wants the guys who are gonna fight through it and and care and like five Draymond you know. greens. But yeah. yeah, but he like gave again whatever he gave the thumbs up to Wiggins and then Ron just went like this is the guy like this is really good play he said that you know after like 10 games when he had been traded that season and ron doesn't do that with everybody and there's like he does not he does not put his reputation on the line for some every every single player and he was going like he was volunteering to praise wiggins he calls them wigs like who, who is ron adams giving nick <laughs> game so uh, the defense mattered like if he just played defense and can't shoot a little bit that was a big thing and then everything else he's brought was was just for them a bonus or, or at least for those, those those watching from outside maybe they knew a lot of this a, a guy who can go guard anybody is is incredibly valuable and then score 30 you know once every five games or once every seven whatever it is when you've got step it doesn't really you don't need it more than that um and they really like him like i that was one of the things i got from the whole vaccine controversy which clearly you know him for a loop a little bit but he had Draymond and Steph and Andre at his back like they were they were thinking like how do we make sure Andrew's okay through this they don't do that for everybody like again like that's that's not what they do for some of these other players for Andrew Wiggins they were there for him and Dink think helped him get through it and what we've seen, you know, for the, for most of the season, I will see him coming back from the kind of protocols this time, but it's just been a very, very valuable play. The way I say it, it's like, there are games where I go, they got to get Wiggins back in now. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't thought that. Like, that's what I think about Draymond. That's what I thought about Clay for the years, Andre, and maybe that's it. And I think that about Wiggins, like they got to get, in. he's got to go guard somebody and then he's got to go get it too. Uh, i am a I'm big on go get it too in in this kind of system that's set up for you know so many other things, so many other actions. Sometimes the defense covers it like you know what we've seen in Memphis kind of they know the warrior's actions. That's okay. Phoenix kind of knows the warrior's actions. The Clippers know the warrior's actions. What do you do when they know your actions and you go get that bucket? Regans isn't great at it. He's better at it than most of the other guys and in, in a playoff situation, when you got a shorter rotation, theoretically with them, we'll see, uh, they need that guy. And man, it, I mean, that's so valuable to them. And he's been, and he's 26 years old. I mean, like, he's, like he might get a little better. He might get a little better.
1: He just might. Golden State Warriors basketball is finally back. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Warriors tickets anymore because tick pick, that's T I C K P I C K is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all the awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NBA tickets. If you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will actually give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I actually did that for the San Francisco Giants game against the LA Dodgers game one, compared it to another site that I usually use. TickPick was actually cheaper. Uh, So there you go. But make sure you go to TickPick for all your Warriors tickets games this season. Visit TickPick.com today to save $10 on your first order of Golden State Warriors tickets. Again, it's TickPick.com.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped,
1: the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on
2: Hulu.
3: Let's take this back to the Lakers real quick. Um, you covered the Shaq Kobe Lakers, Correct. Yeah. That is correct. I would first assume cha- their
2: first championship year, the, the year before that, which was crazy. And then their first championship year, that was first
3: staples. Yeah. The, there we go. I assume that's the best team you covered prior to this Warriors team. Or even this one, you weren't covering your columnist. Yeah. Can, can we talk about like similarities and differences between the two organizations? Because you mentioned it earlier. It's like the Warriors want to, they want their name to be synonymous with like royalty, the way like the Lakers are synonymous with, with NBA royalty. Right.
2: Yeah. No question. That was always, that was like, it was like unstated, but clear. He wanted the Warriors to be the Lakers of Northern California. Like they, that's what he wanted. And he's pretty much got it, but go ahead.
3: So what, what did you see from an organization like that? Um, who for most of my lifetime has, you know, it's kind of the gold standard for for sports that you see with this Warriors organization. Well, they are Jerry West. <laughs> <So
2: Okay. laughs> that, yeah, that was pretty, uh, pretty direct right there. And, you know, I, I'm, been pretty close to Jerry. I covered him when he was running the Lakers. And again, talk about a guy, he and I used to have humongous arguments, but they're always constructive arguments. Like we would yell at each other about things that we wanted to know and and maintain a level of trust through that. Uh, So when they hired him, I was like, okay, like they're serious. Again, it doesn't mean everything's fixed. It doesn't mean everything's going to be great. Jerry has his hits and misses sometimes. He hates when I say that, but he does. He's missed some clicks. With the Lakers, and when he came up here with lawyers, everything hasn't been perfect. That's okay. It's hard to be perfect. It's almost impossible. He's as close to it as anybody is. And I knew Myers from LA. This is like I knew Myers from L.A. too because he was in our Talent's office when I knew him. He was part of the Kobe Bryant representation, so I knew him pretty well. I mean, I knew both these guys were not that close-minded, you know, really limited executive type. You know, who I'd covered, and I you know, I love Gary St. Jean. I would interview Gary. I didn't understand, I like, this is not what an NBA executive should think like. It's just not. And, you know, you go to Larry Riley, and I know people really like Larry Riley, and he's brought up, Vince Steph appreciates that he drafted him, but Larry Riley was not the brains behind anything with this. He just wasn't. I dealt with, he's not. He was Chris Mullen, I dealt with. I mean, I, I, I'm close to Chris, but, you know, there was a different time, a different shape to that. Jerry West was the sign. Like Jerry West, they're going for big things, and you might not get them, but you're going, you know, he didn't win a championship in Memphis, like you understand that it's not a guarantee of anything, but it's a sign, we're going, we're swinging for the fences, when Larry Olson wanted to buy the Lakers, guess who he was going to put in as the president, it was going to be Jerry West, boom, but that was the sign, it didn't all happened, but when you're messing around with Jerry West, you're not going to be dealing with the flunkies, right, you're trying to go for the very top. Myers was the guy who could think through a lot of other things. Again, I, I had a line on him that other people didn't just because like, I dealt with him a lot. He was super sharp guy, super, super people person. All these things I knew. So while you know it's a different organization than the Lakers were back, you know, when Jerry Bus was alive, Lakers like were very different, also. That's what right, right. Jerry West always oh, like he wanted out when he knew that Jerry the Jerry Bus situation was going to change because it was a very streamlined organization back then. It is now much more corporate. Um, Warriors are a little combo of that—it's streamlined and it's corporate. But I, I just think the, the swing for the fences aspect of it is, very, is what I see. Similar, like it's not worth it unless they can win a championship. That's what I see. They're not just trying to get that a seed, you know, and scramble in the playoffs and see what happens. It's not about like, okay, wait a minute, we can't pay that guy because that's no, no. Like, okay, if it's going to help win a championship, that's what we're going to do. And you know what? By paying more money, we're going to make more money. Like, those things are all part of this, like, upper strata. Uh, you have to be in the right market, right? You have to get right. the, have the money coming in, but you can't, be, you can't be restricting yourself because you don't have these other limitations. There can't be a limitation to trying to win as much as possible. The current Phil Jackson, obviously, there's a tie there. And I, I dealt with them with Phil a lot. A little, a little, little different, a little more cryptic. A little more, uh, you know, a little more puzzle pieces, but that's okay. He made his players go through the same thing. Um, but it, again, it's the Bill's, big.
3: Phil's one of one. One of one. Yeah, Phil,
2: sure. yeah Phil is um, I, I love Phil. Phil and I still have chatted, uh, but he's crypt. Like, he is not going to be an open book for you. He, just, he might write a book or two, but he will not be an open book for you. Uh, I would just say the overall aspect that I would compare the two is There is no point in being a middle-level team. There's no point in being one of the others. The only goal is to be the best team. Like, the richest team, the most powerful team, the loudest team, you know, the most partying team. Like, there's nothing other than, like, I'd say the Cowboys, the Lakers, the Warriors, like, those what they, or that's what the Steinbrenner
3: Yankees, maybe yes, not the current exactly. ones, but yeah, the exactly. ones
2: I grew up on, definitely. Like, There's no point in trying to be anything else. You might not get there. Like, And, and in swinging for it, you might get hit down. You might be humiliated. You might be made fun of. Uh, that, and that's what I give Lake a leg of credit for, by the way. And I get beat for some of this. But not, as you know, I talk to Joe a lot. And I, again, I argue with Joe yeah. a lot. But, man, he got his ass boot off the floor a couple months into his ownership by his home crowd for not doing anything except for training Monte else. And, and, and they knew he wanted to be the team. Series. I'll put that in there too, but he hadn't really done anything. And what does he do? He talks to the media that night. I That showed me a lot about the guy. It really did. Uh, and I'm the one who pulled him out of the room. So I, like, I made him talk, but he did it. He was willing to <laughs> do it. He's going to get burned. He's going to get ripped. He's going to get praised, whatever. He's, he's rolls with it and you don't see that. in a lot of executives, Now, if you do dumb stuff repeatedly, you're going to get, it's all going to happen constantly. (laughs) I mean, you should, but if you win championships, you can brag about it, right? You can, you're allowed. I mean, what, even what
1: he's done, what they've done this year, they've, 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 fixed a lot of what, what happens. That. Well, how about, how about this? I, to cap off the organizational stuff, what, what do you think the Warriors rank in terms of an organization relative to the rest of the Bay area? You've got the giants Farhan's pretty awesome. Yep. They've had a great season. You've got Kyle and they look like they're going to hit a point here where they're going to have to, they're either going to, they're either going to figure it out or they're not. Yep. And then well, you've they got, got the, they you got the got quarterback
2: the, playing this week that
3: I, yep. we, we can leave the Oakland A's out of this conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
1: Oakland. Well, not, okay. We still we'll still still got, Sharks? Yeah. You got yeah.
2: Billy, uh, yeah. yeah i think i mean again Warriors have they got the rings uh it's probably hot. at the top yeah yeah they got the rings they got the money coming in i think there's a combination that was what that light years and i know it gave you a podcast yeah. and everything but that's yeah. what that was about more than anything it was about the financial aspect and, and that's what the way lake of describes it so it's like they're light years ahead of other organizations in terms of the financial aspect which yep. funnels the money to the basketball operation so he probably meant it also about a basketball thing, too. And that's, that sets himself up for prison which is fine. It's the big sure. leagues. But in his mind, he meant it about the money coming in. They have ushered in this era of unlimited capital for the Warriors. That's a big deal. And they're pretty smart about the basketball. And again, they inherited Steph Curry. That's granted. Not everybody, nobody gets inherits Steph Curry when they take over a team. But he knew that coming in, too. So you got to put the Warriors at the top again. They're not infallible. They have screwed up. They will make other screw-ups. But, you know, when it comes to are they maximizing Steph Curry's years, which is another thing I kind of play with people on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yes, three championships. Might win another one. Might (laughs) win another couple. Like, they're in the conversation. I never got that. Maybe you guys were saying it too, which is fine. I get it. But I don't know what else you could do. There's It's it's. When they lost Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson and and Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala in the same year. I don't know that they were going to get back to it. Two years is a pretty fast way to get back to it. Now, Steph gets all the credit for maintaining his greatness through this, obviously. But
1: you couldn't just rebuild on the fly. That was impossible. Well, so- I think the Warriors are also more long-term, I want to say, than 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 short-term. I think the Miami Heat are very like, hey, let's make trades right now. Let's yep, do yep. what we need to do right now. Even if we make it to the second round and lose, we're good with that. I think the Warriors, I don't know, and you, correct well, me, I they think, always feel, they're just, hey, let's him. just wait until we actually can gun for the championship instead of saying, I think what, I think with, with the Warriors front office, they probably felt last season, if we had made the first round or second round and lost, that we don't really count that as a success. Whereas Warriors fans would probably say, at least you try to get there. Right. And I think that was a difference. We did I think something
3: that was, without clay, right. blah, blah, blah. But I do think actually a part of the anxiety that fuels this is it's the the general NBA culture, which dictates down from kind of LeBron on some level. And it's just a subtle reminder, Steph is Steph is not LeBron James. You know, you see with every LeBron team, it's like sell off the future for right now at yeah. all times. And that's kind of what can dictate why some would be gone if LeBron <laughs> yeah. would have won this team. Camingo would be... not even have been drafted. <clears throat> exactly. And that's, yep. I think, where you get some of the... They would have
1: drafted Chris Duarte. And, yeah, was exactly. He was two years old. <laughs> <That's, actually>. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then and then, really... he, and then Steph would have left. And then he wouldn't have signed the extension. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. what difference? Yeah, and, and again,
2: and, and this is not to say that there aren't other ways to do this. Mm-hmm. I just think it was unique. This is a unique situation, too. Let's just say that. Like, they not only like lost Durant, they lost Clay, they lost Iguodala, like all that all happened. And then they had the chance to draft James Wiseman, who isn't a this year guy, wasn't a last year guy either. And Jonathan Kaminga, who, like, you just don't have those two things happen at the same time. Like, like, this was, it almost had to happen like that. There was almost no other way, unless they're trading their picks and getting, you know, I, I don't, I don't, even, I mean, I don't think Bradley Bill was available. So I don't know who that person would have been. Uh, who I mean, the the players
3: games. clearly wanted it. Otherwise, Marcus yeah. wouldn't have No, no out there. <laughs> no question. No, no,
2: I'm not debating that. I'm yeah. just saying I don't know who it was, and I don't know where it takes him. And I, I do believe, and and maybe this is one of the reasons why you know I write the way I write, and I write about the Warriors way I write. I I agree with that. I do agree with them. Like I am a big swing guy. Like what's the point if you got Steph Curry unless you're winning championships? Like what's the point? uh not to say that you throw seasons away because they wanted to win right they didn't all oh, maybe sure. not the first that first season was not bad. right 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 right. but right. that second season like they did I mean they, they signed Kelly Oubre like, or they acquired Kelly O'Brien like they weren't going to give 80 million dollars in, but yeah they they were going to spend for it but they weren't going to say okay you know what screw the next three years we're going to go for right now and and I agree with that too so uh like these are like Hey, Farhan, you brought his name up, is, is similar. Like, they weren't going for it last season. They kind of – and they traded for Bryant. Like, yeah. They weren't going to go, like, let's go. But they wouldn't have Bryant.
3: done that if they didn't uh, – Let's trade Luciano. Really good in yeah, the middle exactly. of the season. Like, they're
2: not doing that. Like, there is – like, sure. you want to give yourself the chances, like one, two, three, four, like six chances at it, not just everything to this one. You know, let's not throw in Joey Barr and someone else and, and get Scherzer. Like, hey, w- would have been – Great. They still might have lost game, you know, game five against Dodgers. Maybe, maybe not enough. Giants fans might disagree.
3: Or or Eddie Rosario would have hit 15 homers off them
2: in the NLCS. Hey, 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 relax, relax. (laughs) You you don't know. I completely endorse that general thing. Like you give yourself an array of chances because – you don't know if this year is actually going to be the year. Now you try as hard as you can within reason to do it this year, right? You you try as hard as you can, but you don't say, you know what the hell with three years, but you, you, you can't do that with great players. You can do it with like middle players, but with potentially and Marcus makes fun of me for this because sometimes I say JTA shouldn't play, or sometimes I, right. you know, I'm, I'm less high on GP2. Although I am both, I think both of them are very good players within this context. I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm not, but Marcus loves those players. I totally get that. I think great players win the championships. Period. You, you know, you just mm-hmm. you build it around the great players. You can't just say, okay, we've got a bunch of good middle level players now. Let's build it. You, you build it around the great players and i want to see great players play i want to see Trey Lance play i want to see great players get you know moved forward i want to see them develop i want to see what the coaching does for great players and that's how you get to these historic moments there's good moments utah is going to put up a ton of good moments for a lot of years they're not going to win championships, and that's not their fault but this is not going to happen you know john with this roster (laughs) Not with this, yeah. John Kaminga maybe in five years is going to be a guy who beats Utah in a playoff series. You know, I I, I do believe that, and and Marcus teasing me helps me clarify. that like, you're right, I, I you know again I don't want to devalue, and I hope I haven't. You know, guys like who you, you battle through it and fight through it and are very important, no question, very important to what's been going on this season. Like, you can't underestimate what GP2 is. I mean, he's been amazing, but I do believe in great talent i do believe that you have to coach him and, and sometimes they don't pan out but jonathan minga is going to be somebody we talk about that, that the play uh, you know at the baseline you know on uh, chris it was, it was just ridiculous i mean it was an absurd play the up and when under you, layup you, you, yeah, you yeah. can't yeah, I mean,
1: you can't teach that you can't yeah. teach and who the
2: warriors had, i mean i get myself in trouble when i say it, it's like but who of the warriors had who could do that i mean durant could kind of do that maybe but not just he's yeah. ball, I
1: mean, because he's Jordan Bell not, yeah, no,
2: there's,
3: not, <laughs> there's not much <laughs> Harrison Barnes wasn't pulling that one off yeah, yeah, so yeah, Harrison
1: yeah. Barnes actually that's he couldn't he couldn't do that I mean Andrew Wiggins maybe a, a little yeah. I think defensively though with Kaminga is, is the other thing we'll start here and end here with Kaminga I think yeah. the Kaminga defensively they threw him on CP3 he made a few mistakes and there was lights out in the second half I mean that's yeah. stuff where you just CP3 is one of the best still one of the best players in the NBA and, yep. and he's it, out there it, it,
2: the fact fine. that they feel comfortable with him doing that yeah. tells you a lot about what they feel about him and then that that's how you, you earn and you keep your minutes and and you why we can see him in the playoffs because they don't they're not afraid of him defensively now him, he might get fouled like he starts fouling people it's a whole different thing but if you can do that without do that. Fouling, that's the thing yeah yeah it's because he's, he's so good he's he's athletically gifted he's just gifted beyond you know he's what even you know? 99.5 percentile of athletes in the NBA, and you know I don't always. Bill Simmons is up and down sometimes, but when he's tweeting, <laughs> "Oh yeah, the Warriors just pull out this lottery pick that they haven't played so much," and he's one of the best athletes in, in the NBA. Like that, like yeah, you're right. It doesn't make you think, of this is true." Like they have mm-hmm. not been playing this guy, and yet you put him, you put him on a bad team. If he was on Houston right now, he'd be scoring 18 a
1: game. He would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I do think the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors do help them with good habits. I do. I will That's say true. that. That's true. You know what I mean? That's absolutely true. Yeah. And, and we'll what see Steve does well. How hey, he might
3: develops. shoot 37% in Houston is, too,
2: and might have about <laughs> 11 turnovers a game. But uh, there is something there that I think um, when you when you're shooting for the very very top, you collect players like this again, and I really believe this. And you try to coach them through it, and you try to make sure that they have their good head on their shoulders. And I think we all believe that Kaminga does. Uh, and then you see where it's at. And I think this is going to be a very interesting thing to see him in March and April where he is. And again, with play and you know, I don't you know. coming I'm back, going, right? But right. I'm higher on Kaminga than I am on Wiseman, and I hope that's not recently biased because we've seen Kaminga not Wiseman. But you just in this modern NBA. He's going to be the 4-5. We're going to steal him tonight. Positionless wing,
3: basically, yep. which is huh? the way the league is going. Everyone wants as many 6-8 guys who don't have a position as possible. Positionless no?
2: wing who played D and has balls. Yes. That's like – I mean, there's a lot yeah. there. There's a lot there. You know, Giddy's really good. I don't – I think the Warriors were interested in Giddy. I'd take Kamingo over Giddy. I really
1: Do I, you think I, the Warriors – this was a question. I asked Sam this a few times. Do you think – because you were hearing that the Warriors were going to take Giddy if he was there, even if Kamingo was there. You don't think that's true, though, right? You think it was Kaminga all the way. Yeah, I do, but I'm not
2: 100% sure about that. Yeah. There's people in that front office who like Giddy. Uh, the guy at the very one. top of the food chain, though, who I might talk to a lot, yeah. really <laughs> like Kaminga. Now, I don't think he was making the pick, right. but – like he was a Kaminga guy. Now again, Giddy's good. Like Giddy yeah. is going to be a very good NBA player. So I'm not saying they absolutely, possibly would not have taken Giddy, but I think uh, the the raw skill just kind of trumps everything. And yeah. Kaminga's got it. Like again, and that's more than I thought he had. Like I, I, did not, the G League, he looked a little messy, right? A little messy, and you didn't quite see him doing these things. But Las Vegas. That was something, yeah. and and then what we've seen from him defensively in the re, in the regular season, it's like this is this guy again could be a guy who wins playoff series for the next, you know, maybe not this year or next year, but for years down the road, and you just take the swing for that. I don't know that I, I don't like Giddy's
1: that kind of player. Giddy's going to be a complimentary player for really good teams. I don't agree. Yeah. Same with Wagner. I mean, they could have had Wagner. Yep. I mean, he's yep. a similar type of guy where he's just going to be a winning player, but. I, I, think, I mean, I would have been happy with that. Yeah, but think, again, they the, they, the they,
2: toughest decision for them might have been if Barnes had dropped. I mean, because Barnes yeah. moved up late. So if Barnes is there, but, you know, again, if Barnes is there, then, then probably Kaminga's gone. But so right. like, They're not all falling. Yeah. Like, that would have been the pick that I think they wouldn't – I don't know what they would have done. I, I, I would have thought – I still think it would have been Kaminga because uh, at the time, Kaminga or Barnes, I had Kaminga over Barnes in my head and sometimes what I think is similar to what they think. I don't know. Because Barnes could be – I mean, he could be starting. Man, a he's
3: he's, a, he's so much better. And I, I thought it was a lock for him to be, like, a good rotation player. But there might be more star upside there than I gave
2: credit. His advanced status at this age. Yeah. So telling about what kind of player he's going to be. But we'll see. Uh, you know, Barnes is a good player. He's, he's a, just a great chance to be a really good NBA player. Kaminga is – we're still
1: – we're still not sure – uh, I think the Warriors went canvas. Yep. We yep. are, uh, everyone, hey, that's actually perfect. That was fitting that we started here with Kapaminga. TK, we appreciate your time. Yes. Thank you, yes. sir. We'll have you back maybe when the Warriors aren't doing so well so yes. we can <laughs> there's more, right. more anxiety Let's around now. That. It's just Let's too happy. That. It's too absolutely. happy right now. Let's too many good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, man. We Tim, appreciate
3: really you. appreciate you.